This is a Dynamite Network podcast. Press play to start. Welcome to Console Combat, and it's time to hail to the kings, baby. Here are your hosts, John and Dean. Welcome to episode three of the Console Combat Podcast. Thank you so much for making it this far. It took a lot of work for us to get here, but it took a lot more for you to stay, and we really appreciate it. I'm John, your host. Yes, blossoms, blossoms. I am John, your host, and this is Dean. Hello, I exist. Again. Always. Forever. Like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. Copyright! Yeah, go ahead, sue me, Beyonce. Yes, because the transformative nature of his voice versus yours is so indistinguishable. Is that even Beyonce? <laughs> was, that, was that Beyonce or was it Dean? I think it's, I think it's Rihanna. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. We'll probably just cut it off. <laughs> That's fine. It was Rihanna. <laughs> um, so, before we get into the the news ish section, uh, I just I gotta say uh, it's been fun so far, and I do really appreciate all of the listeners that have decided to listen, and we will be uh, continuing the show going forward for as long as we can. And uh, with the amount of video game characters that we have, it's pretty hard to say when an end could be possible. Yes. So thank you to all two of you who have been sticking around for this. We really appreciate it. Thanks again, Dean, for being the other part of the two. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. It's my second phone just playing on Spotify. You know? I just leave it, leave it run in the background while I'm asleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. You wouldn't use real data, but you'll use your Wi-Fi. <laughs> okay. Now entering the drop zone. So, uh, as you hopefully have learned in the two prior episodes, this is the drop zone. We're going to tell you some video games coming out the next week, or in my case, uh, the last few days. Uh, so, without further ado, um, coming out first on the PlayStation over the next few days slash few prior days, uh, December 1st saw the release of Steam World Build. Um, December 5th, tomorrow, uh, is the Lord of the Rings Return to Moria. And uh, on the 7th, the uh, I'm assuming heavily regarded as one of the frontrunners of games to be looking forward to most because of the obsession with Avatar is Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Uh, I have no knowledge because I've never seen a Pandora, I mean an Avatar movie. So, mid. Carrying on. (laughs) I know me saying Um, mid will probably upset some people, but you know, it's mid. I haven't seen the second one, so. You say mid, I say meh. We got M's to say about it. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And the Nintendo Switch sees absolutely nothing coming out in the next week. So, uh, in the last three days, Womp. More like Thwomp. Um, Mario reference. Yeah. Uh, Keep it in brand. Okay. Um, although this is very out of brand, uh, December 1st saw the release of three games. This first one being one of the ones that's most confusing to me on this list here is Batman the Arkham Trilogy. Another tragedy befalls a decent game in the graphics department. I'm going to predict it now. This is two weeks ago that we're recording this. 
and I'm going to predict it now. The game looks like shit. I don't know. I, I, there's probably going to be graphical glitches, but if they're going to be updating uh, textures and stuff, like I'm assuming that's going to be Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. That's um, whatever the three was. Yeah. yeah, I believe that's the three. So if they're uh, doing some updated graphics for uh, the first two games, because Arkham Knight still looks good, even just as the PS4 game. Um, but Arkham Knight, or sorry, Asylum. It's very confusing with these names. Um, that one I have played, and I have actually played it on Xbox One, or Xbox One okay. X, you know, because you have to specify. Uh, and it does look pretty good. Um, I don't know if that was a graphical upgrade on it, but it looked pretty good, but you could tell the textures were definitely lacking. So if they're going to do an overhaul on graphics, I feel like it will look good, because Arkham City, fucking hell, Arkham Asylum uh, definitely was a fun game. And uh, I would like to actually finish replaying it because I had started a while ago. Um, but I, I would like to finish replaying that soon. If they're doing a trilogy, then I might pick it up for PS5, but we'll see. Uh, I don't think that it was coming out on the 5. Um, oh, was this for Switch? Maybe it, that was for Switch. That's my that's my point. Oh, I missed, I missed the Switch part. Yeah. Okay, so let's scrap yeah. that whole thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's staying in because that's fucking hilarious. You're sitting here like defending the game as if it's coming out on a next gen console like a five. Meanwhile, it's coming out on a 1997 processor based fucking. <laughs> it, well, it's not that old. Give it some credit. The... No. Okay, 99 Windows 10. <laughs> or fucking Windows, what? sorry, Windows Millennium. Oof. Okay, so yeah, if it's for the Switch, then yeah, it's definitely going to be lacking in graphics. Um, it's it's going to suffer. Yeah. I think it's going to suffer a lot. But I mean, it, you talk a lot of shit about the, the Switch hardware. I mean, it is, yes, it is a low power. No, I don't think the hardware is not good. I just don't think it has the processing power to keep up with an Xbox or a PlayStation. The main problem with that is just the power. Uh, if, if, if it was able to run at a higher wattage... Uh, I'm sure it would look better because you'd be able to, you know, do better processing and probably better frame rates as well. Um, you know, kind of like with uh, the Switch or that uh, Asus, uh, was it the Cypher or whatever it was called, that little Asus handheld? Um, you could do different power modes and you get better graphics and frame rates and stuff in doing so, especially if you were plugged in. Uh, so if they were able to do something like that with the Switch, I'm sure it would look good. But because of the fact that it's a limited power processor and, you know, it's Nintendo, um, they're not going to unlock anything like that, even though it's an NVIDIA chip. Uh, it, I, yeah, it's going to be lacking. They're probably going to run the game at a lower resolution um, and dumb down texture quality. And so Arkham Knight, compared to what you've seen on even the PS4, it's going to look pretty poor but it is a smaller screen yeah. so you know if you're using it in handheld mode i'm sure it wouldn't look too bad but if you yeah. had it docked on your tv it would look kind of sad kind of but it would be fun like if you had it docked because you know if they incorporated motion controls into the gameplay i don't know how yeah. feasible that would be but if you were able to like move your joy cons to be able to like as if you're punching the bad guys that would be pretty fun or for gliding, yeah. Oh, yeah, for the gliding, too. That would be pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, they might be able to do the implementation for the gliding, but the fighting, I feel like, would be more difficult. As long as you don't mind your Batman looking like he's the Batman from Batman Forever from the uh, Sega Genesis. Oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> it's not going to look that bad. I'm going to look this up now. 
I can't resist shitting on the graphics card for the fucking Switch. Well, you look that up. I'm going to run down the other two games really quick. Uh, one that'll probably look a lot better on the Switch, Dragon Quest Monsters, The Dark Prince, and uh, also for the uh, Switch coming out is Steam World Build. Actually, it doesn't look bad. It looks like it did on the 360 release. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's probably going to look roughly like... Uh, it did on the 360. So yeah, Arkham Knight is definitely going to look a little lacking compared to, you know, other releases. But Asylum is what they're showing in this trailer. It does look pretty decent. Like it does look like the 360 version of the game. So I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see if how it actually looks from, you know, independent reviewers, not just a trailer. Yeah. Of course, it also doesn't say if it's rendering on the Switch in this trailer. So We'll see. So I guess that leads us to the uh, lesser of the two uh, sets of games, or sorry, uh, consoles. And, what is uh, that supposed to mean? Well, oh, you know, Xbox and PC are sub compared to PlayStation. See, you say that, but you haven't played on a gaming PC. You're right, I haven't, because I have testosterone. What? <laughs> yes. Are you As trying you to say the sound of my voice, <laughs> that I have much more depth and masculinity? I'm in a the man, way I speak. God damn it! <laughs> oh boy, another bullshit artist. <laughs> yeah, no. So, <laughs> coming out soon for Xbox and PC. Uh, according to IGN, we got one release. It's Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora, December seventh. That's pretty much it. Pretty lacking. Yeah, Christmas time. Here's all these games for you to buy. Nah. Well, the way the industry's usually been, they try and push out the releases in November. That way, you know, people will pick them up for Black Friday. Because uh, that's yeah. usually when people do most of their shopping is in November. And, of course, you get the people that buy late in December. But, yeah, it, pretty lacking. And to be fair, with a lot of the things going on in the entertainment industry this year, it's not surprising that there's been a bit of a lack of good big name AAA games and the quality mm. of them. <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that would be leading us into... Okay, guys, it's time to choose your characters. All right, so uh, this episode... I almost did it again. This episode, I am bringing to the table... Gino from Super Mario RPG, and very recently the remake for that same game came out on the Nintendo Switch to uh, insert accurate information here reviews because this episode is being recorded before the game's release. Uh, but I truly do believe that the game is probably doing well. It's got a hell of a nostalgia value to it. Um, it's one of the reasons I wanted this character to come out around now because of the fact that this game is uh, presently uh, a re-released Nintendo hit. Um, a, a lot of people recognize the Super Mario RPG as one of the best Mario games. Um, for those of you who haven't played it, I truly am not an RPG fan like that. And Mario RPG is probably one of my favorite games of all time. Um there's a lot of value. Isn't it basically just Mario themed Earthbound? I maybe. Um, but speaking of segues, well, yeah, I'm waiting for the segue. 
Like, you segue like the scooter or <laughs> no, uh, yeah speaking of earthbound uh i will be representing ness uh you probably know him better from smash bros but he actually originated from earthbound yes he did a game that you've probably never heard about and maybe never will again because it for some reason wasn't wasn't that popular but and- I don't think it's really had many entries. I think it had one. I think Earthbound is the only game that ever came out from the series of Earthbound games. There might have been a sequel, but I don't think if there was, it was much less well-received. Oh, yes. Uh, So it was actually part of the Mother series. It's uh, Mother, 1989, Earthbound in 1994, and then they did a mother one and two. it's technically mother two is what they consider earthbound uh and then they did a release of both of them in 2003 and then there was a third one in 2006 that third one must have had no following whatsoever i think so i honestly don't even remember that one coming out i'm trying to see Mm-mm. it was for the game boy advance so no that's why when you go from a console like the SNES and you kind of backtrack it, and, and I, I hate to say that because I love the Game Boy Advance. I, the earlier model Game Boys, the first three or four generations were pretty solid um, mm-hmm. between the things that you could get with the uh, accessories, lights, uh, the printer. So many accessories. It was really like it was insane. I mean, the, the Game Boy printer was wild. The Game Boy camera. Yeah, especially for its time. Wild. But yeah, that was that was a wild time. But nonetheless, I don't think that it makes any good sense to go from a Super Nintendo console game to a Game Boy Advance console game. It just seems like a step in the wrong direction. Yeah, and but it, it was also one of those things where Nintendo probably looked at it and went, well, this was a successful game to an extent. Uh, you know, we're trying to probably sell more units of the Game Boy Advance. Let's bring it to this console and we'll see if it increases any sales. It's yeah. probably just a business decision more than anything. Well, and I'm thinking about it too. Now, that was 2006, you said. So that's about the time that mm-hmm. the Super Smash Brothers Brawl came out? Or was it Melee? No, Melee. Melee was the second one. Yeah, because Melee was for Game Boy. GameCube. Or, pff, GameCube. GameCube, yeah. Yeah. Game Boy, GameCube. It's hard to fucking keep track. And if, and if that time period tracks right, like I think it does, that would put. That would give people the reasoning, or at least the people at Nintendo, the reasoning to think that maybe NES had a decent enough following to warrant a third game. Mm, no. Really? Melee was 2001. So, what was Ultimate 2006 ish? No. That was much. No, no. Ultimate's the more recent one. Brawl. But Brawl, yeah, Brawl, been... was, Brawl was for the Wii. So, that was 8 ish? And that is 2008. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So then. I, I guess that they just thought with the character that they had that maybe it was a good idea to make another game. I don't know. I, I don't see... I didn't ever hear about any gameplay or anything for Earthbound. I only ever saw it. Yeah, so that's how I was, too. Either way, we're going to find out just who would win between the two characters that most people may not even know about. I definitely didn't know about Gino until you brought him up. Yeah, he's he's literally just a Super Mario RPG character, but it, uh, uh, we'll find out more about him and his background and abilities, which I will go into now. It's time to enter the code for debug mode. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, 
be a start. Gino is a celestial warrior from the Star Road. Uh, he's a prominent character in Super Mario RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars. He was sent by a higher authority to restore peace to Mario's world, and in doing so joins forces with Mario, Mallow, Princess Toadstool, and Bowser to defeat the Smithy Gang. His real name is, and I'm not pronouncing this right, I'm just basically saying the symbols of which are presented. It is heart, musical note, exclamation point, question mark. It is described as unpronounceable, which leads him to adopt the name of the doll that he inhabits, Gino. Gino's journey alongside Mario and his team culminates in the collection of these scattered star pieces and the defeat of Smithy. After their victory, Gino leaves his doll form, returns to his star form, and restores the Star Road, bringing back the power of wishes to the world. Despite his departure, the impact of his contribution to the team's success remains significant. In terms of power, Gino is an offensive powerhouse. He possesses high regular attack and magic stats, making him one of the most formidable party members. His speed surpasses all other party members, provided they don't have an item that boosts their speed. Gino's fighting style leans heavily on strong attacks and magic usage, making him stronger than Bowser and faster than Mario. However, his impressive offensive capabilities come at the cost of durability and defensive prowess. Gino's abilities are diverse and potent. He has the capacity to deal significant magic damage to enemies, whether individually or in groups. His special moves include Gino Beam, Gino Boost, Gino Whirl, Gino Blast, and Gino Flash, each offering unique advantages in battle. For instance, Gino Whirl, if timed correctly, can deal a staggering 9,999 points of damage. For any RPG gamers out there, that's a lot of damage! I don't think Flexcape can see, save you from that. <laughs> Maybe not. But Duck Dave good. Uh, Gino also learns the strongest ice spell, Gino Flurry, and has the ability to buff party members, enhancing their attack and defense stats. As for a weapon, Gino wields the Star Gun, his strongest weapon with an attack of 57 points. Obviously, the points won't matter, but for the sake of knowing what it means in his RPG game, that's a strong gun. And uh, yeah, that's Gino. Hmm. Gino sounds like he's just uh, compensating for something with his over 9,000 attack. Do you know what? Do you know what? Tell me. Do you know, know what Didn't you're talking about? So. Okay. All right. So, as stated before, I'm representing Ness from the Earthbound series. Uh, Ness is a little shit. <laughs> Ness! <laughs> Uh, he grew up in Onnit. Uh, him and his friends live in the uh, small everyday suburb. He rarely sees his overworked father, so Ness and his little sister Tracy were raised by their mother. And Ness frequently calls her whenever he gets homesick. Uh, Onnit is in Eagle Land, but Ness's adventures take him to Tusum, Threed, and Forside, and various other towns in the country of Eagle Land. Ness is a psychic child. Ness is one of several gifted children with powerful psychic or PSI abilities. This allows him to unleash a variety of PK attacks on his foes, such as PK Thunder and PK Flash. Not only is he a little psychic, he's also into baseball. Like many of the young boys in Eagle Land, Ness has a passion for baseball. He always wears a special baseball cap from his favorite team, which is never named, and he frequently uses a baseball bat in combat. 
Ness is a plucky little twerp. Although his psychic powers are a great weapon against evil, his hope and optimism are really what make him so special. He's a good kid. As he always says, I don't care how hard it is, I'm not giving up. Just like he will not give up on this fight with Gino. <laughs> never give up, never surrender. Never surrender. Yeah, so he's going to be coming into this fight with his psychic powers as well as a uh, hardy old baseball bat. Oh, okay. A baseball bat. I'll even assume he's got his yo-yo. Yeah. Forgot about the yo-yo, but yeah. But what's that going to do against the might of the Gino world, bitch? Probably psychic things. <laughs> All right, well backgrounds and abilities out of the way gentlemen select a stage it's time to select a stage and uh you're up on this one dean you know how kids will make like a makeshift baseball field out in a just an open field somewhere yep you know where they always just practice kind of like in the sandlot or something yeah you know? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah uh it, that i feel like that's our arena Big and open, but somewhere familiar to at least Ness. So yeah, we'll just we'll go uh, a generic baseball field. Uh, nobody's around, but you know, a small set of bleachers, but yeah, nothing really major. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. I think that works. Um, and we'll say, we'll say for the sake of the fight itself, there's no fence because that would just be restricting. We don't need to be restricted. Um, Players enter the battlefield. This is the battle speculation. The speculation has no impact on my results. However, for the purposes of allowing this to be visualized by our listening audience, the hosts will announce how one of the 1,000 simulated fights might pan out. The weapons that spawn throughout the fight, as well as the environment in which they are present, are not factored into the simulations, but it further adds to the image we hope to present. I think Ness is going to be playing baseball by himself uh using his psychic abilities throwing the ball to himself and hitting <laughs> he's his own pitching yeah, machine. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah 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 and he's gonna hit this last ball and it's going to it's gonna be a, a pop fly and oh, yeah yeah and when it pops up it's gonna keep going for some reason and then it's going to the ball itself in the sky is going to shimmer and glow and then out of the sky it'll be like a falling star like a flying star and it'll land in the baseball field and right on home plate no i was thinking more of the, the pitcher's mound. Not, yeah the, the pitcher's mound yes exactly it'll land on the pitcher's mound and uh it'll be a bright light and then all of a sudden standing there is gino um, but he doesn't see Ness as uh, just a little kid baseball player. No, he sees him as uh, some kind of a reason for instability in the world that he's in right now. Um, reasons being unknown. But we'll, we'll say that Gino comes down and views Ness as a threat to reality for whatever reason. Um, we don't need to have a real plot. It's not a real game. So, yeah. I think Ness is just going to be like, hey, you want to play baseball with me? <laughs> and I don't even know that Gino actually... Oh, no, Gino does talk. Gino talks. He's just going to look stoically at Ness. And 
I think that's where we'll start it, right there. Okay. Uh, so Ness is standing there with a smile on his face, hoping that he's got a new baseball buddy. And Gino, looking as stoic as ever, is staring down the pitcher's mound at the home plate. Uh, who goes first? I think Gino would. Yeah, because I don't think Ness suspects him to be a target of uh, or any kind of an enemy. No, uh, just potential so, friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's not a bad person. He doesn't think bad things about people. Uh, always gives the benefit of the doubt. That's something that I know for sure about the character of Ness that I've never really interacted with in my life uh, is a thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I do think that Gino would go first because he views Ness as a threat, whereas Ness views him as a potential buddy. So, with that... I think Gino would just pop out his star gun, which basically just it looks like it's his hand, uh, and he would just take a shot at Ness. Mm. I think Ness would just use his uh, psychic power, or actually, no, 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 he <laughs> he'd probably just hit it with the baseball bat, hit it back at him. <laughs> I feel like it would one of those two. Either he'd use his psychic power to push it away or just hit it back with a baseball bat as I if it am, was I'm going to say I'm definitely on, on board with the baseball bat yeah I, I feel like that's a good he's still like kind of in you know uh, unsure about whether or not he's a Gino's a threat so yeah and I, I just think kinda, somehow the baseball bat just knocks that thing away oh yeah and immediately Ness is like oh you do want to play baseball <laughs> home run <laughs> yeah 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 and uh, I think I think that the ball or whatever the helmet uh, projectile, actually, whatever projectile is shot out of uh, Gino's gun and back at him is going to make him move out of the way because unexpectedly it comes flying back in his direction. So he has yeah. to move. Um, and now he's got this. He's gone from stoic to angry. Uh, you can see it on his face that he's no longer just present, I guess you could say, because he really doesn't have much emotion on his face. He's a doll. Um, but now he looks angry, and he will... I think he's going to shoot a larger shot of his star gun at him. He's going to, you know, give it a charge. Okay. Well, and then release the shot. Ness is going to notice the charged-up shot and then, you know, immediately realize yeah, he doesn't want to play baseball. So he's going to Ness is going to counter the attack with a, a PK blast to, okay. neg- to negate the effect of uh, Gino's shot. Okay, okay, okay. So the PK blast will, I'm guessing, not negate it, but so much as explode it. Um, yeah, like, it'll blow up in between the two of them. Yeah, so you'll have this, this nice boom in between them. Um, and then when the explosion dissipates... Gino's gone. Can't see him anymore. Uh, it's it's like he disappeared. And then all of a sudden, from behind, you know, Gino's going to use a blast of his own. He's going to come up right behind Ness and shoot him in the back with a Gino blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely going to take Ness off guard. It's going to probably push him back towards where Gino was, towards uh, home plate. Or, fuck, why do I keep saying home plate? The pitcher's mound... <laughs> This week on Home Plate. <laughs> uh, home Plate, Home Plate, Home Plate, Home Plate, Home Plate, Home Plate, Home Plate. 
Yeah, so he's gonna be there, um, and he's gonna pop back up and respond to the attack with a uh, PK Thunderblast. Okay. I don't think Gino would think that he has to move. Uh, Gino is a being of the stars, so for him to fear electricity and thunder would seem, I think, out of character. So I don't think he shows any hesitation in just standing his ground as the PK Thunder. You said PK Thunder, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would I would think that the PK Thunder wouldn't intimidate him um, because, as I said, he is, a, he is a person or being of the stars, and being of the stars is pretty much in tune with nature, and that would include lightning. Lightning is energy, energy is power, power is cosmic, uh, cosmic. I'll come up with a better reason later. Um, but I do think that he would just take the blast, uh, or the thunder, rather. Um, and it would actually hurt him, because he's not used to a physical manifestation. He's not a uh, traditionally physical being, being a uh, no. basically a star. Okay, so, yeah, the blast would knock Gino back, and uh, it would certainly catch him off guard, because, like as I said, he is... You know, not used to the pain and not used to being, a, you know, a susceptible to physical attacks such as that. Uh, so being caught off guard, it kind of frustrates him further. And you'll see him all of a sudden start to glow as he performs a Geno boost upon himself, which increases his attack, the strength of himself, rather, uh, by 50%, making him 50% stronger than he was. Um Yes, so now he's able to tank that much more easily. So, in reaction to the PK Thunder, Gino will uh, will use his Gino boost, um, and for the sake of this duel, or for this battle rather, I will say that he timed it properly uh, to increase his, uh, not just his strength, but also his uh, durability, essentially. Um, okay. making him much more capable of handling that kind of an attack going forward. Okay. So even though Gino has increased his defense, Ness is going to unleash a lower-powered version of his PSI rocket, okay. which is a pretty powerful attack, and it's going to hit Gino pretty hard. All right, all right, all right. What is it? Do you know what the rocket does? Is it just like a, a blast? It says it's a signature attack. It just uh, does a large amount of damage to all enemies because it's, you know, turn-based. For the first rank, it's between 40 and 120 points to all enemies. That's pretty beefy. Yeah. It goes all the way up to 960 at the top level. That's pretty beefy, too. <laughs> all right, so... Gino just gets blasted. Like, he is completely just not understanding where the strength from this little boy with a baseball bat's coming from. Um, and Invisible confusion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's just standing there trying to figure out what he can do to stop this kid when all of a sudden, in front of him, a little bit closer to him than to Ness, a blue light appears, and out of the blue light falls this really strange-looking pair of red sneakers. Oh. 
I know what this is. Yep, yep. And how convenient that these sneakers appear on a baseball field, because when it comes to running bases, ain't no one faster than Sonic the Hedgehog. And that's right, these shoes belong to Sonic, and now they're on the field. But the question is, do either of them know what they are? Probably not. So, no. I don't think anything's going to be thought about them. I don't think anyone's going to do anything with this, this, the shoes. I think it's going to be... If anything, they're both going to be like, where did those come from? Yeah, if anything, um, Ness is going to be like, who left their stinky football or baseball cleats right? sitting on the field? Nasty. You nasty. Just um, green yeah. uh, odor coming off of it. Yeah, it's, it's got a physical look appearance. That's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so, yeah, Gino's kind of shocked at how strong this little kid is. Um, so... What he's thinking he's going to have to do is try to pull out a big, harsh hit and hopefully not really hurt the kid to a point of death, but he does want to at least, you know, win the fight. Neutralize. Yeah, he definitely wants to stop him from being able to further attack, basically. So he is going to start to glow slightly blue and unleash a Geno Flurry, which is his very strong ice attack, and it is essentially going to blast Ness with a just a flurry of ice, really. Okay. Well, seeing this attack coming up, Ness actually uses his shield ability, and all those attacks do hit him. However, with the shield, it cuts the damage down in half. And as much as he would like to immediately also use his psychic healing ability, uh, he kind of winded himself by using the shield and getting hit by all the, that flurry of attacks. So he's not going to be able to heal himself immediately. So he is kind of dazed from this attack that did hit him. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say for the sake of some fun that a blue light spawns directly on Ness's left arm and suddenly he's in the possession of Corvo's crossbow. Ooh, the crossbow again. Well, so. Ness is definitely going to be taken aback by this new thing in his hand. You're like, oh, okay, well this looks like a weapon. So he's going to take aim because Gino is still standing still because he's cocky. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> He's just going to take a shot at Gino with it. Okay. Gino sees it coming. He, he does, and he doesn't really know what it is because it just kind of appeared on Ness's arm. So he's not really sure. He thinks it's abilities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He probably just, you know, thinks it's like a psychic bolt or something. But he thinks, again, that he's stronger than a psychic bolt because of his, you know, very evident omniscience at least in his not-physical form. So, the bolt actually pierces uh, Gino, I would say, through his arm. Uh, You would think that it sounds painful, and it probably would be to your normal person. I don't think Ness... I mean, I don't think Gino actually feels pain, because it is just a doll. Yeah. Uh, But he is still shocked, nonetheless, because this thing just went through his arm. He was like, wait a minute, this is physical, this isn't psychic. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I will say that I think that the force behind the crossbow bolt actually drags 
you know, backwards and maybe even down because it's, you know, it's a it's a bolt, so it's going to force him. I think maybe it's, it's enough force to knock him backwards and maybe even land him on the ground. Um, so I'm going to say that Gino is currently on the ground, uh, bolt in his arm, and he feels a sense of urgency. So he starts to perform what is known as his Gino Flash. When Gino starts to use his Gino Flash, he somehow transforms into a cannon. And as this cannon, he literally just shoots a ball of pure red energy. And when it hits the target, it explodes. And it just it does such a massive amount of damage in a normal setting. So I'm going to say that he knows that it would probably do more than he intended and aims it closer to Ness's feet. Well, Ness, seeing this charge build up, uh, which seems to be a weakness for Gino, <laughs> yeah. is his predictability. Um, the uh, Seeing it build up, he takes a dive off to the side and he still gets hit with some of the blast but not enough to do a lot of damage kind of like um, like just splash damage essentially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know it's going to daze him a little bit but he's going to be able to you know quickly recover just like shake his head and like wow that was okay wow that was strong and now he goes, okay, I'm not messing around anymore. Ness is now going to perform his PSI rocket again. But since his energy has filled up more, he's going to perform a a bit of a stronger version of it. Uh, This one being his uh, beta version, and it's going to do twice as much damage as the last. Ooh. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So Gino, Gino is now seeing that he has a real threat in front of him, um, and he is not sure that he can actually survive the attack that's coming at him based on the amount of power from the first blow. So, in order to save himself, Gino is going to unleash a Gino whirl, and. The Gino Whirl is the attack that I described in his power set that can deal 9,999 damage. Um, And it will matter of timing, so it will be a matter of if it's timed right. For the case of the speculation, I'm going to say that it is timed right. And not only is it able to completely eradicate the PK Rocket, but it's also able to completely bypass it and just demolish Ness, ending the fight. No, no. It, the the PSI rocking with him already pinned down or backed in a corner, essentially, I, I feel like that's what would have been the blow against Gino. All right. Well, you can have your opinion and I'll have mine, but... But just know yours is wrong. Yeah, well... They like assholes. Everyone's everyone's got one, and most of them stink. (laughs) Oh no, they all stink. Yeah, true, true, very true. Um, But in that regard, let's uh, let's 
get rid of the opinion basis of this and moved on to fact. Uh, so while Cortex runs the simulations for us and gets us those results, let's find out uh, each other's thoughts on the hacking the game. Okay, gentlemen, before I give you the results, how do you think these two would fare in each other's games? And do you think they would make a good team in either of the games? Do we think Gino would be good in Earthbound? And do we think Ness would be good in Super Mario RPG? And do you think maybe the two of them could make their own RPG together? I'll start us off here. They're both characters of pretty high power. Uh And with them both being from essentially a turn-based game, I feel like they're kind of similar in a sense. Um, So I feel like they could just interchange easily. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the powers being slightly different or... uh, having different names is not really that big of a deal. I mean, I I feel like you could easily swap them out. Yeah, I I can see that. I mean, there's definitely a base for each of them to have varying levels of abilities. Uh, Those abilities can do some serious damage. So yeah, 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 Yeah. I see that. I see that. I can get behind that. And I do think they probably would do pretty good in their own team up in an RPG game. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they're both turn-based. Yeah. So that's already kind of a niche that they both carry anyways. Um, they're both smaller characters, so they could easily fit in with each other. It's not like they'd kind of take up an unequal amount of space, so that's good. Um, they're both colorful in some capacity. I mean, Gino's... Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's a doll. He's a wooden doll, but he's got all that blue. And I think that actually mm-hmm. kind of complements Ness's outfit. So they have like an aesthetic there, which is nice. Yeah, they, they have a lot yeah. of good stuff in common, I think. And then they could play baseball at the end with the with uh, Gino's projectile weapon there. That's very true. <laughs> you could uh, do that as a pastime, just like as this fight started. <laughs> yeah, or we could even do it one better, and if that's the loading screen. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, just playing baseball with. With each other's uh, powers. Yeah. yeah. That'd be yeah, fun. Like that. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good speculation. I like that. That was a lot of fun. But with all good things, there must come bad news. And uh, one of us will be disappointed. One of us will be disappointed. So uh, before we go to the results, let's find out exactly what the Instagram peoples said because I did of course put this one on Instagram too and as well as TikTok Uh, for Instagram this was a wash Mm. a 5 to 1 wash specifically Um, and I'm going to get I'm going to boil it down to a popularity contest because I don't think a lot of people know Gino no, I've literally never heard of him until you mentioned him. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say that this is just a popularity contest. Gino gets washed five to one on Instagram. Um, yeah, that was rough. Now TikTok, let's see what TikTok had to say about this. All right, and let's see. According to TikTok, this was actually the least voted on. Uh, still had some votes though. Um, much closer, much closer. Five and seven. 
uh, still favoring Ooh. Ness. So Ness is the the favor overall here, which is breaking your trend thought. That's true. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we broke we broke a trend before it began. I like yeah, that. Yeah. So that's good. That it keeps it varying. Like it. Um, so yeah, uh, that is their thoughts. What is your thought? Who do you think takes this? It, it's definitely Ness. You think like, so? Not even just out of popularity. It's just, it, I know Gino has his super strong power or whatever, but like all of Ness's attacks are powerful and mm. he's got his, you know, his healing abilities, his shielding abilities. Like he's not only offensive, but he's defensive. Mm. And even, I think it's high spirits too. Well, that's because he's a kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't have an argument for that. I do still think that Gino takes us, but that's because I think he's built like a brick shit house. Um, that's an old school term for a lot of you youngins out there. Um, he's essentially a tank. He is, and he's not a glass cannon like a lot of people that are in those games generally turn out being. Um, mm-hmm. Because you don't usually get the the actual powerhouse characters without some kind of a crippling weakness uh, i don't really yeah. think that i can recall a, a true weakness of geno's um i mean he's a wooden doll so fire he i guess it's, <laughs> it's, never, it's never really described so who knows maybe the uh, the cosmic power of his star shape and form is keeping his wood uh saturated and moist oh god <sighs> yes it's just drive away millions of people right there with those two words <laughs> Yeah, all two <laughs> listeners just uh, unsubscribed. Yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't even paying attention. I accidentally pressed the button. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that might be fair. But he doesn't have the uh, weakness of the flesh that Ness has. And uh, I think Cortex is going to agree with me. But let's find out. Uh, Cortex. Um, okay, so the winner between Gino and Ness is... Gino, bitch! Yeah! Uh, yep, I knew it was all downhill. Yeah, uh, you know what, though? This was another coin toss. And uh. really, like, so close to the other one that it really was just... It's almost the same. It's almost almost the same. Uh, so really? Gino won 551 out of the 1,000 fights. Uh, Ness, of course, winning 449. Um, so it's still pretty fucking close, 55 to 41, uh, to 45, I mean, jeez, you can't really yeah. get too much closer than that uh, without... Small percentage difference. Yeah, so I mean, it's a hell of a combination of characters we've put together. Um, they're, they're, they're both powerhouses, they both have really, like, almost maxed out stats in several categories. Um... Mm-hmm. But what uh, obviously the, the roundedness of it is what took Gino above Ness by just that hair of an amount. Yeah. But it's okay. I, I'm fine with it though. I, I mean, like you said, coin toss. It's yeah. It's they're so close in power. It's it's so hard to determine. But yep, I agree. And I mean, considering they're both such small characters too like i feel like that benefited mm-hmm. the fact that it would have made for a much more fast-paced fight yeah yeah it is definitely such a good such a good fight very good matchups 
Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We've had a lot of fun with these three, and I'm hoping that everyone listening has enjoyed this uh, first triple release of console combat. Uh, we will be carrying this barrage, if you will. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. A barack and barrage. Um, snick, 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 snick. Baraka, more combat. Anyways. Oh. Uh, uh, I'll, don't worry, that's going, that's getting dropped real quick. <laughs> oh, good. If, if I could edit while I was recording, that would already be gone. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, we've we've had a lot of fun with these fights. I think that going forward, we're going to see a, a big, big group of great fighters coming together. And uh, I mean, we're going to see some seriously weird combinations in the future too, of course. But we'll cross that bridge when we get there because this is a tournament and your third victor uh, and moving forward is in fact Gino uh, and that's week one for you guys uh, I, as I said I hope you've enjoyed it we've, we've been having a good time I really enjoy doing the research for these characters um, I do love video games quite a bit and I find myself being more enthralled by the characters the deeper knowledge I get of them oh yeah uh, so, uh, would you like to tell everybody what we're doing next week? So, next week, from the release of this episode anyway, uh, will be a battle of two characters that, if you've played any games at all, I'm sure you know. Uh, from the classic Mario series we have Mario's brother Luigi aka Luigi Mario because they are the Mario brothers and his brother Mario Mario Mario. Mario. (laughs) and he will be up against another sidekick in a well-known franchise Tails from the Sonic the Hedgehog series so two sidekicks up against each other yes Uh, one of which has had plenty of solo games. The other is a fucking fox with two tails. Yes. Uh, and I feel like all <laughs> Luigi needs to do is just take his ghost vacuum and suck the fur off tails and then, you know, t- he'll, <laughs> he'll run away with his tails tucked between his legs. <laughs> I hate myself for that. Uh, this is a bridge. Why don't you take a long walk? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be an interesting sidekick fight. I think it's kind of going to be a surprise for people to see that versus the idea of Sonic and Mario, which, <laughs> gotta wait for the good ones. Can't just drop the good ones all up front, man. Somehow oh, we're saving some good ones. Yes, there's some good ones coming down the pipeline. I think everyone's going to really love some of the fights that we've got coming out. Um, the longer you go, the seriously the more fights are going to come out and the more you're going to enjoy i feel i mean just to name some of the characters we've got in the the pipeline besides mario and sonic we're talking solid snake we're talking samus aran we're talking mega man we're talking i mean you cannot name a character that we haven't talked about so as long as it's from a game that has like more than three sales on steam you know yeah, I don't follow Steam, so if, if it's a PC game, I might not have talked about it yet. Yeah, like, we're, we're not going to be doing too many, like, small indie game characters. I mean, the, the odds of most people knowing them are very slim, so the, it, it would just be a very niche episode. Yeah, and that, that's not to say that we won't include characters like that. We're, you know, we're always open to suggestion. If you can provide us a good context and a good character, 
we might be willing to change our thoughts on the matter. Um, yeah. Down the line, once we get past this tournament, anyway. Yeah, this uh, one of four. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so thanks everyone for uh, tuning into this first trio episode drop of the Console Combat Podcast. We are going to be regularly membered. Uh, we are going to be regular members. I'm regularly membered. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good fucking laugh. Uh, um, we are going to be regular members of the Dynamic Network. Uh, Dynamic podcasts include, of course, Dynamic Duel, Marvel vs. DC, the proprietors and hosts of the network. Thank you, as always, Jonathan and Joseph, for the opportunity. Um, and then, of course, there's Max Destruction, hosted by Ken and Dustin. Both great shows, uh, and as well as Sender World, another great show. Uh, great guys in all shows great content if you like anime if you like uh, marvel and dc if you like action movies and television shows uh, you won't really find too many things are missing in this group of shows um, there's definitely something for everybody uh, whether it be like i said anime video game characters comic book characters movie stars and tv stars you will find something you like um, so speaking of finding things you like you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at the Mad. So oh, shit, I almost went to my old. Uh, I knew it was gonna bleed in. I knew it. I knew it was gonna bleed in. Um, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at the Console Combat Podcast. I don't think there's a the there though, so just Console Combat Podcast on the only. Why true... redo that take then? Ah, fuck him. <laughs> if anything, you can just use a clip just, from another. Yeah, I can just cut it out. Uh, I, I mean, I could just delete the word the because I, I think I can actually do that. I gotta figure that out still. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, check us out on social media. Make sure you check out the other shows on the network. And please, uh, now that you've given us a couple of uh, opportunities to infest your ears with our game characters, give us a like, a review, a rating, a subscribe, a share. Make sure you tell us, uh, tell your friends rather about us and. Uh, you know, maybe drop a line on the social medias and email and see if you have a character that you want us to work with and maybe we'll find a, a place for them. Um, but until uh, next time, I think I've talked everyone's ears off, including uh, Tim and Ramon. Um, <laughs> little inside joke for the, the uh, people that might know us personally. Uh, until next time, gamers, make sure you keep your console... Ca- I meant to say controllers. <sighs> Until next time, gamers, make sure you keep your controllers charged because you don't want to run out in a pivotal moment in a boss, a boss fight. And to steal a line from another podcast, later, nerds. <laughs>